What's going on, everybody? Welcome and welcome back. This is Real Reality Realness with Sean Ellis Rogers, the podcast where I, your host, Sean, dives deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and asks all the questions about what they don't want out. Today, we're diving into the real reality of homosexual rants. Real Reality Homosexual is back to shoot the shit and give his opinion on the current seasons of Salt Lake City and Potomac, and he gets very honest. We dive into some of the biggest HCU headlines, engage in a casual debate about Garcelle and Diana and whether we believe Diana's investigation is genuine, and I have some strong opinions. We discuss Croy and his booty implants, how he's contributing to Kim's $300,000 debt against their home, and so much more. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Okay, so before we jumped on here, we were talking about how you are booked, blessed, and how business is booming. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. It's it's I good. It, it keeps me it keeps me busy. But sometimes I wish I had more time to focus on like my marketing business and whatever. But I could sit here and bitch all day. It's not gonna do a bit of good. Well, that's I mean, that's kind of what you're here for, but you're not here to bitch about your job specifically. Mm-hmm. But shout out to them. They should pay you more and they should let let you do what you want. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you said specifically that you had some very um, stern opinions on Salt Lake City and Potomac. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. Where do you what have they start? been up to? You can just jump in anywhere. What's the like? In fact, let's start with Salt Lake City, and then we'll get to Potomac. What's mm-hmm. going on in Salt Lake with you? How are you feeling? Well, I just feel like I cannot, for the life of me, understand why people do not see straight through Heather and what she's doing. Like the way she's speaking <laughs> to Whitney and gaslighting her. Like, am I? I know I'm not the only one that sees it that way, but I think to myself, like, how can you not see it that way? It's just so clear to me. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I just I feel like her gaslighting is like on ten, and you look at how she treats Jen and with Angie Harrington being on that lap of hers. Like I could have come through the TV. Like I was pissed for Jen. Like that's not what a, a true friend does. Heather likes to ride the fence, and I can't imagine that that's very comfortable. <laughs> Do you think that this is the season that Heather realized she's the fan favorite and, like, started owning that? I mean, is she the fan favorite, though? I mean, I'm just telling you what the streets say. You know, they say that she's a fan favorite, the fan favorite. I'll let that be debatable. But people are saying, you know, she's the one. And I feel like she maybe came into this season kind of comfortable. Mm-hmm. And you know, third season might is supposed to be the charm for some. 
you know, some people have that second season curse. Maybe, you know, this could be the start of a new era. Maybe it could be the third the, the third season slip. You never know. Does anybody ever have like an all season curse? Like, um, I'd like to know that because here's the thing about Heather. Like the shtick that she does, the the gaslighting, the planting like a minuscule negative whatever and then saying she didn't do it. You know who else is really good at that is Meredith. She likes to just plant the seed and, and walk away and let somebody else water the fucking flowers. Like, I do not appreciate that. Well, I don't appreciate a housewife that does that. And I feel like Heather is very much that way. Like, she'll have a conversation and then she's walking away and then she's the fucking victim. Like Lisa Barlow, for example. Oh, don't get me started on Heather. <laughs> Lisa Barlow would have never had to bring up Heather's father's obituary if Heather wouldn't have lied about Lisa reaching out to her in the first fucking place. So spare me this line of, oh, I'm fucking sad, you hurt my feelings. No, ma'am. All Lisa had to do was prove that she was innocent and that Heather was lying. Heather forced Lisa to do that because Lisa Barlow's not going to let somebody lie on her. And Heather should already know that. We're in season three, right? So as far as I'm concerned, that whole situation was Heather's fault. Like, she was stupid enough to even go there. So whatever. And you know what? I... I can't even sit here and give her like a benefit of the doubt because one of the things that I commend the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City on is this is a cast that came into the franchise knowing exactly what they were doing. They knew how to do Housewives. They knew how to play the game. They knew how to like create a Housewives show and they were good at it. They were good at it. They were fucking good at it. They came in and we knew they were playing the game. They knew they were doing, we knew they were doing Housewives, but they were so fucking good at it. And it seems like this season is all going to shit for everybody, for everybody across the board. It seems like nobody is like this season. It seems like the more that I hear about Salt Lake City, the more that I hear about everybody hates everybody on the cast. I mean, uh, listen. I- <laughs> I don't hate everyone on the cast, right? Everyone knows if you follow me and you followed me since day one of Salt Lake City that I was a huge bitch to Whitney Rose, okay? The reason that I can now have an open mind with Whitney is because she has let go of Heather. Like Heather is not her ride or die. They aren't two peas in a pod anymore. You know, Whitney is speaking and thinking and, and being for herself instead of worrying about what Heather's gonna do. Right. So like their tag team operation never works for me. Like bad weather was just whatever. Bad weather is whatever. That's hilarious. Anyway, like I just can't. I can't with the fakery over there. And I don't I don't hate the whole cast, but I have specific feelings about the whole cast. And I'm going to tell you something else. Next week is when I'm going to have to start getting like a little bit more vocal about how I actually feel like I can't be, I can't be seeing, you know, shit go down that I'm like, really? Like, you can't excuse that. So it'll be curious to see what everyone thinks about tonight's episode and what the preview shows. Well, you know how I be going about it. Talk your shit. No, Talk I'm, your shit. I mean, I just can't be, I can't be down for, you know, fucking with one of your best friends who is supposed to be like one of your ride or dies and 
a good friend and then to pull some bullshit for like a moment on the show or something like I just don't get it and I feel like I'm at a point now where I don't have time for that type of bullshit like what's the reason uh it'll all make sense after the episode I am coming to you first then I'm gonna watch the episode and I'm just gonna be DMing you the whole time and Mm. nobody else well it's it the the preview specifically i think and we kind of saw it in the mid-season trailer so actually the mid-season trailer dropped shortly before the workday ended so the moment's in there uh okay where jen throws champagne on angie k's head like Mm. oh wow why oh 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 the girls are turning up the girls are turning up but they but like to speak to what I was saying just um, just a little while ago about like everybody hates the entire cast. It's not like each person that I talk to hates the entire cast. It's just more so I'm not hearing good things about anybody on the cast this season. Like this is the first time I've seen a Housewives franchise where there are there's nobody on the cast that's like we love such and such and such and such. It's like across the board it's like i'm hearing i just don't like her i'm not feeling her i'm not with it with her i'm not jocking her i'm not riding with her like it just seems like nobody's really strongly riding with anybody in salt lake right now and it is like insane for me to witness because it's like everybody has a complaint about somebody anybody or everybody when it comes to salt lake city now see i think that uh, like i've seen that i see and i've seen what you're saying but i don't view it that way mm-hmm. i never view it like through the regular lens like i'll take whitney for Good. example i feel like this this season is her chance to kind of get out of heather's shadow and actually be herself because here's the thing whitney and lisa whether or not anyone the viewers the other housewives like it like they drive the show now jen shaw she absolutely drove the show but she's not going to be on season four. So we have to just kind of take her out of the game, right? So yeah. <laughs> Whitney and, and Lisa are going to be the only ones that can really drive the show with a compelling storyline, but also while simultaneously sabotaging themselves for the good of the show. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, they'll, Absolutely. they'll jump in front of the bus if it means that we get to season four. Yes, 100%. You know? Absolutely, yes. And I think that Lisa's personal life is a lot more on display this season. I feel like she, her family, like the family blurbs that we've seen with her brother's FaceTime and then when John went to dinner with her and she was talking about her faith, I feel like that's not a side of Lisa Barlow that we've ever gotten. And so I feel like that's a character development for her, right? And at the end of the season, I think that she'll come away with a little bit more emotional connection to the viewers than anyone else. I am excited to see that because Lisa Barlow has always had a special place in my heart. If you go on my YouTube channel, Lisa Barlow, my video about Lisa Barlow and the and the and the baby gorgeous gang is actually one of my most successful videos. It's one of my most watched videos. Um but I, I've, I've had this really off and on relationship with her for so long, and it's, and it's not even off and on. It's just like I love you, but I don't like a lot of shit that you do. Hmm. I love like you, dearly. <clears throat> like I just, for me, she all like 
it started with the whole lack of control rant with the producer in the room, da 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 da. And it's not that she did it. It's the fact that she let herself lose that much control. Like, I look at Lisa Barlow so much differently than the rest of these girls. <laughs> so it's like, for me, it just seems like she's the one that I just expect to always be the coolest, playing the level head. Because like I said, I see these girls as all playing the game, right? I see these girls as all knowing exactly what's going on. They know what they're doing. They're all equal participants in this chess game. So I'm like, Lisa, how could you let yourself slip like that? And then you come into this third season looking like, looking like, looking like, I'm emphasizing that for a reason. You are so pressed about being friends with Meredith again. And and as Heather Gay says, scraping the bottom of the barrel to get her to, it's just so much. It's like, girl, like, this ain't how you supposed to be looking Lisa Barlow I wanted more from you I wanted more from you okay Uh, I can I can I can understand and and see that I think that if well I can only speak on my behalf for me I feel like she would probably have the same feedback about that moment I don't think that she's probably very proud of that I think yeah. that it made her look insensitive. It, you know, it, it got her the heat that it did because it looked like it did. But I understand why it happened. I understand the the buildup and like Lisa Barlow, just like it's the emotional side to her. Like she doesn't get angry all that often. And the only time she got right. angry last season was really with Meredith, you know, she doesn't go all in with Heather because Heather's not worth that to her. It's not at all. (laughs) Meredith could have been different. And I think that Lisa really tried to make a friendship with Meredith work. I think that Meredith season one was good, realized that she had something in attaching herself to Jen Shaw, negative or positive, within a storyline. She did so carried that through season two, realized it was not the popular thing for her to be doing, and then turned around and decided she was going to be BFFs with with Jen, and then hate on Lisa eternally. That, that, that irritates the dog shit out of me. I don't like, like, when it comes to Meredith and Jennifer Shaw, I don't listen you went from last season, you wouldn't even eat the woman's tacos because you were scared they was from somebody's grandmother's purse. Yet now this season, you are 100% team Jennifer Shaw with no, and like with no change in the status of her case to make you believe she's any more innocent than she was last season to the effect of her actually pleading guilty. Mm-hmm. That blows my fucking lace friend. Mm-hmm. It just, it just, it just, I don't understand anything going on in Salt Lake City this season. I think that's really what it is for me. I don't understand shit going on in Salt Lake City. None of this makes sense. None of it. Wow. I mean, hopefully it becomes more clear 
like as the season progresses, I think with the friends involved now, I think the drama is going to get good. And I think that last season in season two, about halfway through, it felt every time I watched an episode, like my blood pressure was being elevated. And as the season got <laughs> more and more closer to the to the finale and the reunion, it felt like every week I was sitting through like an anxiety attack <laughs> with my blood pressure because these women are so riveting but you're right sometimes you kind of are done with the episode and you're like okay wait a minute like what what just happened (laughs) you know like i think that's i mean that's fair the fair criticism fair feedback about the show yeah like i'm watching this season and it feels like i'm watching american psycho every week it's like what just happened But you're too exhausted <laughs> to go back and watch it again. Yeah. So you're just like, listen, I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I won't. I can't. I can't do two first on Salt Lake City. I have to like be zoned in, paying attention. Like, don't bother me. So. Speaking of exhausted, um, so things are popping off in Potomac. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about? this season so far what's going on how, how where are your where are your thoughts at where are you uh i think i i can probably speak to like where i'm at with the characters right i mean queen sure. k the grand dame i think that she's <laughs> who she D1. is yeah she is the one and i think she is just casually coasting lane to lane there hasn't really been a ton of drama but i'm fine with that because i need karen to stay out of that shit like I just have you I been don't... watching her recap the season on her YouTube channel? No. Should I be? Go check it out. Yes, it's so cute. And mind you, I just I love watching I love watching her because I just love seeing her, the elevation of her wig. Like she just went like I just it's just every like I just uh Karen is so fucking beautiful to me. She looks mm-hmm. younger than ever. She's yeah. talking her shit. She got mics and shit. Like, Kern is out here basically doing a podcast down on her YouTube channel, recapping the episodes. And it is so fun. Like, I'm starting to talk like her the more that I talk about her. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just, go go watch it. It's so fun. It's so cute. It's so funny. It's Karen. She's talking her shit. Go check it out. But go ahead with the rest of the girl. Well, and I think that with Karen, right, Giselle and, and her are in a different spot now. So I, I'll use the conversation they had about Chris Bassett as an example. I think Mm. that Karen understands Giselle from um, almost like an old school level. I believe that there is a generational uh, and I am not age shaming. I am not being an ageist, whatever. But I think there is a generational difference between Karen and Giselle and the rest of the cast. Yeah, 100%. She is a grown-ass woman. Yeah, so I think that both of them understand, and they both had the same opinion about they both thought that Giselle was owed an apology from from Chris, which here nor there, like, I don't don't care. All I'm saying Mm -hmm. is, is that I think they're in a position now where I could tolerate Giselle with her. Um, You know, I feel like Wendy's a tad boring this season. She just feels a little combative and, like, I don't know, reaching for whatever she's reaching for. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I love Ashley Darby. I think that she really, three seasons ago, turned it around for me. Um, I did not like her at first, but she's one that I turned around on. Um, 
you know, I hate to say this because I really hate to say this, but I do not. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. <laughs> I, know you're... I do not mind Candace at all. I love having that exclusive on this show. Thank you for that. And, you know, I've been such a bitch about Candace on social media. And of course. I think that, do I still think that she should have taken more ownership? Yes, in the whole Monique mm-hmm. thing. However, Monique is that. now gone. It's water under the bridge at this point where we need to move on, right? I mm-hmm. think that she is owning how far she's going down in the dirt. I think with Ashley is a perfect example with the comment about the the man and Michael paying him. I don't know what his name was. The bleep. Like, I think that Candace owned that to say, okay, you want smoke? I'm giving it to you. So you want to yeah. fuck with me? Here I am fucking with you. Yes, I am. Yes, it's me. Here it is. You know, I feel she like she is the one to say. Now, I will give Candace credit for that. She is the one to say, if you come to my door, I will answer and give you what you want. If yep. you want the smoke, I will return the smoke. <laughs> so I'm mm-hmm. like, well, hey, she said what she gonna do now. Yeah, I think that. I just, you know, I I hate to say it, but it is what it is. I. You know, it is what it is. I think that... Uh, I feel you. I had to turn around on Candace, too, because, listen, I had a really... Listen, Candace blocked me on Twitter for a reason. I ain't gonna say she ain't had no reason to block me on Twitter, because when she had the whole situation on the internet with the former head of the uh, the uh, Black Socialite mm-hmm. and all of that... Kyle Paler, yes. in peace. I yes, still have that video peace. of her acting a fool. Yeah, I went on a... Well, I ain't gonna say that I went on a attack on her, but I really held her accountable on social media for that, which led to me being blocked by her. Whatever. Now, after that, I was like... Her half in the whole Monique thing, she didn't take her half in that. You know what I'm saying? She's trying to play the victim because she got her ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Whatever. Now, after that, I just, I'm more so, because like I always say, I don't play favorites. I'm like, even if I like you, if if you wrong, you wrong. And even if I don't like you, if you right, you right. So I'm with people when they right and I'm with people when they wrong, right? Or I'm at people when they wrong and I'm with, with people when they right. I've just been more on Candace's side recently with mm-hmm. a lot of shit that's been going on. And I'm like, I understand her her point. I agree with her. I don't like what's going on. And that just is what it is. It's not me playing favorites. It's just with the circumstances that are going on right now, it is what it is. If it was somebody else, I'd be like, hey, it is what it is. But yeah, I, I had that turnaround with Candace too. So I understand where you at. I, it, it was bitter for me to say it at first too. But then when it's just flat out like, girl, like, Y'all just said ass wrong. And it is what it is. But why do you think Peter Thomas knows every fucking body in the Bravo universe, in the HCU, but we never got his spinoff? Because he's always in women's business. Exactly. So why didn't we get his damn spinoff? 
he could have had all the housewives down to all of his establishments getting all the tea about all the other bitches on the show. I don't, I don't know. I never liked Peter. That could have been like a fake ass talk show. Like, I don't know. I, I think he's kind of annoying. Like he's a character like Matt Byers, for example, in Potomac, the first several seasons, Karen always bringing him around. Like get him out of there, Sergio in Dubai. <laughs> get out of here. It's what like Peter Thomas make? is rolling up in Potomac for what? For nothing. Get out of here. So he owns a club or he wants to own a club in DC or the DC area, wherever it's at. Like, I don't really care about Peter Thomas. Fair I enough. I'm just trying to figure out like why he's keep popping up in random places and we don't see anything happening with him. Like, we get it. You have the restaurants, you have the club. If you want to be on TV, be on TV. Why are you not pitching a show? Like, make this for a reason. Because if you're not popping up for a reason, get get the fuck on, Peter. Well, you know, he's probably like the Easter grass. I always say in the cast of Housewives, there's always Easter grass. You always need like something to fill the basket, right? And I feel like maybe that's Peter. Like maybe he feels like the only way he can get on TV is to be a little sidekick on some of these different franchises because they aren't giving him anything more than that. So he's taking what he can get. He's going to take them what they can get. Do you think Robin is doing too much? Do I think Robin's doing too much? Mm-hmm. Uh, in what regard? Um, just in general, that's been her basis. That's been her general synopsis this season is that Robin is doing too much. Robin is reaching. Robin is trying too hard. And the only real thing that I can really talk about with Robin this season is I don't understand how to fuck and mind you, this is me as a parent. I don't understand how the fuck you invite somebody's children somewhere and do not invite their mother mm. somewhere. That is some shit that will never make sense to me. And everything else, y'all can bitch and complain about all you want to, but that shit, Robin, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but that don't make no goddamn sense and never will to me. But... Tell me how you feel. Well, do you like pink Easter grass or like a green Easter grass? <laughs> it's the same uh. thing. All she does is is meddle in everything. She meddles. There's no wedding plans. Her and Juan can't go deep because Juan won't do it. So all she can do is just kind of meander around and hope she can fit in where she can fit in. Like... I don't know. I don't mind Robin, but I can't believe she's still on the show this many seasons later as a full-time housewife. I really can't believe it. I feel the exact same way. Verbatim. I don't mind Robin, but I have no idea how she is still a full-time cast member. I don't understand how it has happened. And it's nothing personal. It is nothing personal against Robin. I have nothing against Robin whatsoever. I am so glad that Juan Dixon is here right now. But however, I don't like, I don't want to see shit y'all got going on. I don't give a damn if y'all, y'all have a prenup. I don't give a fuck if y'all get married. I don't care, to be perfectly honest, because Robin has just had the least growth of any housewife of any franchise I've ever seen. It is ridiculous. She's something else. She is something else. 
She is mm-hmm. something the entire fuck else. Speaking of somebody being the entire fuck else, what is Wendy, uh, 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 I mean, not Wendy, but Mia giving you this season? Oh. How's she performing uh, for you? Well, I think she looks fantastic. She looks great. Beautiful. I thought I was the only one. I was like, bitch, I don't know what you've had done or what you got done last season that has finally settled in, but you look amazing. Mm-hmm. She does. Um, I don't know. I feel like Potomac has entered a New York season five state of mind, meaning season five, I think, wasn't that the reboot season when they brought Heather on and Carol? Yeah, was that's season everybody. Well, I think it was either going into season five or leaving season five. They either changed the entire cast, damn near going into season five or going into season six, but it was somewhere around there. Yeah, I feel like Mia is integrated in the group, but there's nothing super impactful happening there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Robin, and we've already talked about her, I think she could probably be demoted to a friend of. I think her and Sharice would play those roles nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that obviously Giselle and Karen have to stay. Ashley has to stay. Um, mm-hmm. Wendy, honestly, Wendy could go for me. I enjoy her political opinions because I just happen to agree with her sentiments. But other than that, like, she could go. I'd be fine with that. But I could watch her on CNN. I, I, I don't got to see her on Housewives. Mm-hmm. No shit. Yeah. No shit. And that's the craziest shit for me. Because when it comes to Mia, I don't know if we're going to get her demoted only because of what's going on with her now that the show is done rapping and hearing and stuff. What's going on with, you know, her brother-in-law basically taking her damn business right out from under her and her husband's nose. I'm sure that's going to secure her a, a cherry blossom or a champagne glass or whatever it is they holding over there uh for next season but when it comes to wendy i am so disappointed in wendy like in a general sense like when wendy first came on i was in love with wendy i loved wendy so much her first season so much her first season and then her second season i don't know what the fuck happened But I was so confused about everything Wendy had going on. And Wendy, her second season was the worst adaption of a nickname I've ever fucking seen on any reality show. Like, then when was at no point then throughout the entirety of season two. And it just seems like she's going further and further downhill. Like, first, you're a lawyer, or or nah, a lawyer. First, you have four degrees, you're a professor, you're a, you're a political commentator, then you the candle lady. Now you trying to do a Nigerian bookstore lounge hookah spot. Like, girl, what the fuck going on with you? And why don't you know what the hell you want to do with yourself? Well, I mean, you said everything that I could say. I mean, I just, I don't find her that compelling and she can go. 
Yeah, like, I'll read your book and everything because I love the concept of your memoir, but I don't want to see you on how, like, you get on my nerves on Housewives. Like, legit. Like, I love you as a political commentator. I love your story as, as a Nigerian woman with, with, you know, four degrees named after one of my favorite fast food franchises. I love Wendy. But, <laughs> girl, you give me nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I love Wendy. Shout out to Dave Thomas. But you give me nothing on Housewives. It is. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned something about Mia and Potomac entering this New York season five type of era, right? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about... <laughs> And I can't even say this with a straight face. How do you feel about <laughs> Ramona saying she doesn't want to do the show anymore? Well, I think Ramona is a racist. And I think that she's completely out of touch with reality. And I think that Ramona needs to like take a long hard look in the mirror and try to like find whatever kind of clarity she has I don't think that it was really Ramona's choice I think that whether or not her delusions will allow for her to like live in reality I think that Bravo and I don't know this for a fact right obviously but I think that Bravo all this is alleged right uh, I think the Bravo saw the writing on the wall, the wall with Ramona and realized that she became too polarized because of the things that she said that it was no longer worth their trouble. And I think that the delay in filming and deciding what they were doing, I think she probably does feel like it's probably not a good time for me right now. I'm enjoying my freedom type thing. Like I, I, I think that she could probably feel that way, but I don't know if she was ever going to come back anyway. So she can insult the show all she wants at Fetter for 13 years. It's not lo- loser legacy. Like I'm not on the legacy train. I think it's ridiculous they're even shooting it. Like whatever. But I don't, it's like Bethany. It's like, don't bite the fucking hand that fed you for so many years and utilize it to stay relevant. Like, that's just not what you do, you know? Yeah. I'm right there with you. I don't understand how Ramona can sit here and be the mascot for the Real Housewives of New York for so many years to the point of carrying her very specifically placed ass on Carlos King's podcast to defend her place on the show and, and and tell all and tell her side and speak her truth about the show. And she didn't say she didn't want to do the show on Carlos King's podcast a couple weeks ago. That's all I'm saying. I don't now, listen to that podcast. I don't listen to it anymore, but for the sake of me being informed about certain about certain shit that I'm going to talk about. There are certain episodes that I have to listen to just for me to be properly informed. Um, But I stopped listening after the whole Candy reveal that he tried to steal steal Escape's life story and sell it for a biopic. And he hasn't addressed it at all, but continues to talk about any and everybody on his podcast and not address his shit on his platform. Mm-hmm. but has created emergency episodes to address just the most random ass shit. 
Well, I he's, don't like that. He's another one. He's just like Bethany is. He wants to be Andy Cohen. He wants to be that. And I just don't think he is. I think that, I, you know what I think? I don't think people actually understand who he is and the role he had with Atlanta and yes. how it went down and what happened in that rumor being started. I don't think that people understand what really happened with Carlos King. And I think that if they did, they would look at him a little bit differently. Listen, I don't have any, and I've, and I've spoken about my reservations with Carlos King for a long time, even before I became a champion of his, and then eventually just progressed back into, okay, what the fuck, dude? Because listen, I'm all for cancel culture when there's an opportunity for redemption culture when earned and necessary, right? So if somebody fucks up, I'm willing to, to um, cancel you, but if I see that you're doing better or actually like having some sort of integrity or you know moving differently then I'm willing to give you some sort of chance right until you fuck up now I forgive I never forget right now I've always had reservations with Carlos Candy Carlos Candy Carlos (laughs) King girl because a lot of people just let this slide by but Candy said a long time ago that Carlos King had a production style of just popping people up on the show without telling you who's coming on to get these real reactions. Like when he brought Block on the show. Oh. Without her knowing. And imagine how she felt about that. Like, he's the producer. Like, she should be able to feel safe in her work setting. Exactly. That somebody's not going to fuck with her like that. And you spring her baby daddy who she doesn't have a good relationship, who she's spoken about not having a good relationship, who her daughter doesn't have a good relationship with, and you're gonna spring him up on the show for a reaction. That, I never, I never felt good about that. I was like, that's a really fucked up ass thing to do. That's a really fucked up thing to do. So when she said, oh, he tried to steal my life story and sell it for da 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 da, I was like, I can believe it. I I mean, I, I don't know what else there is to say. Like, I can believe it. I just, I, whatever. I didn't even go in as deep probably as you did. Like I, from as far like of following him and understanding like the aspect. But once I just did a little deep dive, you find mm-hmm. out these little things. You don't have to dig that far. And I don't know, I just, I don't vibe with people who make shady moves left or right and and sideways. I'm just not that way. Like, if you don't like me, if you want to bring on, let's say that he thought that was a good idea and would get ratings. The least that he could have done was say, hey, Candy, what do you think about this? Right. You know, would she have said no? Probably. But like, at least he would have been sharing the creative thought, right? Like, they're all a team. They're all creating the show. Right. I don't know. I just, maybe I just have. You some, have some integrity? Well, that and like a rosy view on how I feel like people should act when in reality people are fucking idiots. Right. I think there's just a certain level of professionalism that aligns with decorum. 
And I just think that that shit is fucking crazy. And so when that shit came out, I was like, well, if you felt the need to bring somebody's baby daddy who they have a contentious relationship with on a reality television show to, like, without giving them any type of heads up or notice, why wouldn't you do that? Especially because it's something that's legal to do. Because Candy is a public figure, there is no legal repercussions for doing any type of work based on her life story. That's why all these shitty ass Lifetime biopics keep getting made because there's no law against that. Mm-hmm. So if so, if you can sit here and do some shit that is morally corrupt and, and get the fuck away with it, why wouldn't you? You you already did that shit when you brought Block on the damn show. That shit is crazy to me. I I'm sorry. I I just I I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't. I don't once again, as a parent, I don't understand that shit, and I never will understand that shit. But this, this I, Carlos King wasn't even in my damn nose, so God bless you and your beard. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Let's talk about Lizzie, Savetsky, uh-huh. and the grand opening and grand closing. She done quit the damn season before they even finished filming. And I read an article from page six that is basically saying, and and this article left me confused, right? Not the article itself, just the entire situation that this article is about left me confused because at first I was like, oh, Lizzie quit because she disagreed with anti-Semitism. I was like, okay, well, what's wrong with that, right? And then... I read an article from page six and it's talking about this post that she made of this fake Vogue cover or something with uh, Bella Hadid on it. And it's talking about the Hadids and I love Hitler. And I was just like, whoa, this is a mm. lot of shit going on, ma'am. I don't know what the hell you, 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 you got going on, but I don't have time for that. I really don't have the energy for that. I would rather talk to somebody who is more well-informed who can just educate me. I don't, I don't, girl, I don't even know you. Bye, girl. I don't even know what you got going on. But how do you feel? And can you give me some sort of insight and some clarity to what the hell is going on with Lizzie Savetsky? Listen, I have not gone deep Lizzie McGuire Savetsky. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I couldn't help myself. I haven't gone deep down and I'll tell you why, because, and we talked about this last time we chatted, I don't really spend a lot of time trying to find any information on a housewife I don't like. I don't even follow people I don't like. So I haven't gone deep down. Now, I will tell you this, when she was going to be on Dallas, I... Shit, whoa, skirt! Hold on, pause. Lizzie McGuire Savetsky was going to be on Dallas? Uh, well, yeah, no, she, before they, ca- before they asked, oh God, you didn't know that? Listen, okay. So before they asked. I'm like you, if I don't know you or don't like you, I don't dig into you. So I was waiting until the show premiered to even bother to give a fuck about any of these women. Oh, well, anyway, so picture. <laughs> <laughs> Sicily, 2021. <laughs> anyway, so they were, they had tested her in Dallas because at the time she was living in Dallas and then they made the axe. They they cut the season and said it was going on hiatus. So she was about to be on Dallas. 
And then when I found out she was going to be on New York, I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, I feel like that's super thirsty. Like you're jumping from one city to the other. So that was the first thing I was like, oh, like, I don't know about that. The other thing was that she was very much like politically a little bit controversial to me. I feel like I do not understand. And I had to ask my husband, like, is being a Zionist bad? Like, I still don't really have a clear answer on that. What I will tell you is that there's been several things I've seen where like she can dish it, but she can't take it. And so I'm under the impression that she made a comment or there was some comment and and conversation happening that she said something and it was like a moment of like, okay, no more. So I don't really, I don't really know what happened, like the final straw. I do know that I always had a side eye on her because I felt like she moved from Dallas to New York to be on the show and now she's she's not going to be on the show so she's moving back to dallas now for the reboot or what like is she gonna pop up down in texas i don't know i just i don't like thirsty people thirsty turtles do not jive with me and i feel like that's a thirsty pardon me a thirsty thing to do like i don't know it could be completely whatever it could be a complete coincidence that she moved from dallas to new york her husband may have opened a practice there or whatever the case may be i have no idea but um, I am just whatever. It is what it is with her. So now that she's not going to be on the reboot, I can absolutely stop following her. Because the only reason I was following her is because she was on the New York reboot. Fair enough. Can we jump back to Potomac real quick? Because I want to know how you feel about Juan and this sex scandal. Juan and the sex scandal as far as the... Um, cop and state stuff that's coming down and happening right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that if Juan is being asked to cooperate in any way, that he should be cooperating in any way he can to help bring justice to whatever situation it might be and for the victim in this case to get what they deserve as far as justice from the perpetrator. I don't, I have not read, gone deep down dive into the situation um, just because I don't really care for Robin that much. And I mean, one's nice to look at, <laughs> but whatever. Um, I've seen and, better. And I just, I don't know. I Something tells me not to touch that with like a 10 foot pole, like in my content, because I don't, I don't want to be, I, <laughs> I don't want to be looped in with any kind of a negative spin, if you will. Yeah. The only opinion I've had on this situation as far as Juan goes is, <clears throat> and I spoke about this on my on my, on my my podcast, Housewives History. I basically was saying, I don't like how Juan is being used as the scapegoat for this to hit the public, right? Because... Juan is being used as the headline piece for his knowledge, lack of in, lack of participation, whatever his participation was. It is smaller than the person who actually did the actual harassing sexual activity, right? And I feel like when it comes to the media coverage of this, I feel like we're, well, not we're, but the media is focusing more on one than the actual person who is on trial. Do you get what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. And so I say that to not absolve Juan of any responsibility because if he failed to report something, if he failed to do what he was supposed to do as a faculty member, as a coach, as somebody who was supposed to be protecting somebody's child, then you need to get whatever it is coming to you and it's fuck one. But I don't like that he's being used as a scapegoat. Like he's the one that was actually doing the grooming and the touching and the and the and the and the this and the that. Like at the end of the day, it makes me feel like if Juan's wife was not on Real Housewives of uh, Potomac, would this story be in the media right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, I see where you're going here. That's my only opinion on that. And it really has nothing to do with Juan and, and his involvement. I just don't like the way that the media is covering it. That's oh. it. I mean, the media is a little bit weird. We all know that. Of course. Speaking of weird, um, you heard about Denise Richards? Yeah, that weird car crash. Or that, no, I'm not. It wasn't a car crash. She got shot at a road rage. Yeah, her truck got shot. Her and her husband got shot at. In huh. this random bout of road rage, uh, and it, 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 and listen, I've read a couple articles about this, and the story is still confusing to me. But the baseline is that they were driving somewhere. There was an incident of road rage. It ended up with with them having gunshots in their truck. Like, what the fuck? What is going on? And did it, it and and my question to you really is when you heard about this, did you instantly think about that flashback when she was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when her and Aaron were in the car and they were talking about people following them? Yes. That was the first thing I thought about. I don't think feel? it's her. I don't think it had anything to do with her. I think that if at all if this was not random, which I don't believe that it, it could have been random, but it just seems a little fish fish. Like I know tuna right. when I can smell it, right? So that part. I just shout out feel, to Jessica Simpson. <laughs> I just feel like she is caught between a rock and a hard place. I I don't think that was random. I think that. Aaron, I still don't have a grip on what he's what he does or what he was doing. I don't even. I will have a str- do not even bring up that subject. I will literally have a stroke trying to figure out what that man does. Right. So, I mean, with that being said, like it anything is possible. Weirder things have happened than that, probably. Right. It just I that is just insane. Like it just seems like And mind you, it could be me just conflating two completely separate things, but it just, it just really raised an eyebrow for me because I was like, girl, you getting your truck shot at in a random battle rover? Like, like, what the hell was going on? Like, what happened in that conversation? Where's the dash cam on that argument? Y'all talking about Jen Shaw yelling and cursing folks out down on a street corner down to the TMZ. Y'all, y'all. Y'all need to be trying to find the video of what the fuck was going on with Denise Richards and 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 why the fuck somebody pulled out a whole gun on her. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah. of, how do you feel about Jin Shaw and that video of her cussing and going off? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it it is what it is. I I think that <laughs> Jen is gonna handle how she's gonna handle 
what she's gonna handle the way she wants to, and it is not how I would do it, but that is what it is. Um, I think that Jen deserves to have solid, uh, caring and devoted individuals around her right now. And if that is who she's around right now and that's what she feels is necessary for her, then I can't judge that. But I I have a, a suspicion and a hunch. I mean, I haven't talked to Jen in while, like a, a long while. But I feel like she... I feel like she's a little bit lost, maybe. I think she needs to refocus her energy on people around her before this happens. Like, it, it is it is a, a federal sentencing of a, a crime that she has pled guilty to. Yeah. And never mind the past two years of her saying she's innocent to everybody you know including her people that had her back like you know her mother who was willing to put up a million dollars worth of her life saving towards her kids right i i think that it just it's it's uh i it's just it's sad to me i feel like focus on that but Mm -hmm. i can't tell anyone what to do Again, she and I have not spoken in, I mean, a very long time. So I'm not even sure what I'd say to her if, if we did speak, honestly. You know, Jen, Jen, I was ride or die for Jen for a really long time. A really mm-hmm. long time. And actually, I remember. I have never even spoke about this. I feel like I was owed some sort of explanation after she pled. I feel like I can agree with you on that. I rode so hard for Jen Shaw for so long and took the social media proverbial bullets, if you will, right? Like, oh, <laughs> are you a criminal too? I can't believe you support her. I'm unfollowing you. Like, yes. whatever. And to receive no, no, no anything, not even a, hey, I had to do this because this is what I had to do. I'm sorry, I lied to you. N- not even that. It wasn't even that. And, you know, I think that that's part of the reason why I never got in deep with Dubai. I didn't feel like I needed to because Mm -hmm. I'm not going to invest in trying to get to know people if that's how it's going to end for me. Right? I can agree with that. I feel like at the end of the day, I was owed an apology because I rode hard for her. She lied to me several times. She pled guilty, which is not the story. She was always innocent to me. And so I think that, you know, she has other things to worry about, which I completely understand. But I think that at the end of the day, Jen deserves to have good people around her that are going to support her. And that's what she needs to focus on in the coming weeks before she sends. I mean, ugh, I'll leave it at that. I don't know where her pleading is going to be in the in the season I'm imagining is going to be probably within the last three episodes Mm -hmm. Uh, but a part of me 
and I don't even understand why I'm extending this amount of grace to Jennifer Shaw. It's not like I was ever like a ride or die fan of hers. I've just never had a beef with her, except for the way that I feel like she's traumatized her son Omar, but that's a completely different story. Um, I just feel like a part of me is almost hoping she gets to the reunion and she's like, listen, I I had no other choice. Do I believe that I'm innocent? Yes. But the case, but but the case that is stacked against me would have been this, that, and the third. It would have been worse. I had no other choice. Like I like I want it to almost not even be a lie. Do you get what I mean? Like I want it to almost be just because you pled guilty doesn't mean you actually like pled guilty. It was like I had no other choice because if I would have fought this in court, my lawyers, my team felt like I would have gotten more time. So in so to not even bother taking that risk, I'm gonna do this because I would have had to do this and I'll be out in this amount of time and all around it was a better decision for my family. Like I'm waiting for that, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want this to be a lie. I don't want it to be this bitch sat her ass up here for two years and screamed to the scream from the top of whatever mountains are in Utah that she was innocent. Even through this season that is currently airing, screaming, I'm innocent, getting into fights with people. Her whole tagline is about fighting for her life, not your approval, and all this other bullshit. Or just for you to get up there and be like, ah, you know what? Listen, I just don't want to believe that. And it has nothing personally to do with Jen Shaw. I just feel like that lady got kids. That wow. lady got kids. Like, I can't believe that one. Like, I just don't want to believe that a woman with children would sacrifice her time with her children like that. Like, I just don't want, I just don't want to believe that even though all signs are pointing to it. I'm not going to ignore the red flag here. But I, even though all signs are pointing to this just being a bunch of bullshit, I don't want it to be that. I'm hoping for it to be like, listen, I had no other choice. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I, I agree with you. I think that if that was the conversation for me, then it would be a completely different story, right? I, I feel that, like you're owed that. I think that also, though... I think that through the end of the season, I, I'll be curious to see her interactions. I feel like the champagne toss on Angie was bullshit. I don't think that Angie deserved that. So mm -hmm. that's kind of an indication to me that that her behavior isn't going to be something that I'm going to appreciate anyway. So perhaps that's why there's that level of distance, which is fine. I think at the end of the day, um, whatever happens happens and i think that you'll be waiting a really long time to see her have any conversation with the union about that there you go shout out to her kids man that's really who i care about in this situation that's uh, really where my main focus is shout out to her kids and coach shaw coach shaw in this last episode was it this last episode uh, no, I haven't been watching. I think it's I just I can't deal. Like I just I listen. There's so much going on with them girls. I can't enter that time warp. Every like this ain't this ain't Rocky picture. <laughs> like I can't do the time warp. 
every week with them. I can't do it with, with them every week. But from what I am seeing, it's a fucking mess over there in Salt Lake. Completely. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I guess for me, I sign up to see these women be crazy. So I'm, I don't know. I'm emotionally invested in Salt Lake. I also think that Salt Lake was COVID, the COVID mm-hmm. um, city for me. And so I was at yeah. home. So I was a lot more on social media, a lot more invested in the cast, took a lot more time to, to do all that. So I think that's why Salt Lake City just has a little special place for me. You know, I thought Salt Lake City had a special place for me. I made a whole video talking about how obsessed I am with Salt Lake City. I love Salt Lake City to death. The idea of Salt Lake City, the idea of the women, I love to death. This just is not a good season for me. This is just not a good season for me. I love these women. I don't love this season. I think I'll say that, that. I think that season four is going to be different. I do. I think that hope and pray and I'm going to give them the 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 chance because the women themselves are great. It's just this season is not it. Mhm. Mm. So I don't even know how I feel about this, but page 6 is coming through with the come through. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. You heard about Farah talking about, she's now talking about how painful it is that her mother and her auntie is out here scrapping and knees in the net streets. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like Farah should be talking about this or do you feel like Farah should just mind her business and eat her food? Well, I think <laughs> she should definitely eat her food because I'm sure she's hungry. Everyone's hungry about but I think that I I view the Hilton Richards situation similarly to how I view the Gorga Judice situation. Um, I think that I'm gonna go off on this tangent. I think that Kathy has tortured Kyle for several seasons now. I think we've seen that play out on the episodes, even though Kathy wasn't on, you could see that Kathy and and Kyle were not in a good place. So I think that there's so much validity to how Kyle feels. I think that Kathy cries wolf. And I think that Paris and Hilton, Paris and Hilton, what am I saying? (laughs) It done rubbed off on you, child. I just did it earlier. It rubbed off on you, girl, my bad. When, when she's liking these negative comments about Kyle, it's spilling. And so I don't know why why anyone has a problem with Farrah sticking up for her mom or, or getting involved and having an opinion. I think that all is fair in love and war. And if Kathy's daughters are gonna get involved and get a little messy, then I don't see why Farrah can't do the same. Um, I get that they're on two different platforms, but it's still reality and Everyone knows, obviously, that, that, you know, the Hiltons and and Kyle and Mauricio did not end on good terms with, like, the whole real estate piece. So, like, the agency is still a huge problem. But I just, I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with Farrah having an opinion. If there's anything wrong with her having an opinion, I think she's definitely entitled and I think she should have an opinion. I... 
I look at it from the perspective of I don't want her opportunity, her moment, her time of coming into prominence to be wrapped in some issue that her mama got going on. Like, I don't want every interview that she does when she's supposed to be promoting buying Beverly Hills to be talking about the Real Housewives. I don't want that for her. You know what I mean? Um, a part of me in that in that thought process would hope or would want her to be like, listen, that's my mama. She a grown woman. She can handle her own business. That's my auntie. I love her dearly. Um, I hate that they're having an issue, but they're grown women. They've been they've been figuring it out for longer than I've been alive. Let them continue to figure it out. And just, you know, divert it back to buying Beverly Hills. I just don't want her moment to be wrapped up in other bullshit. That's really where I look at it. I think she's more than willing. And if she want to get up there and defend her mama, I'm not saying she's wrong to do so. If she want to get up there and, 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 you know, talk her shit, I believe everybody should, right? But I wanted to more so be on her accord. Like if she wanted to get on her Instagram live or get on her Twitter and be like, this is how I feel, that that's one thing for me. I'd be like, talk your shit, Vera. Talk your shit. Talk your shit, ma'am. But the fact that it's like in her interview, she's being asked about it. And now she, she got to spend her promotion time for her show talking about her mama bullshit. I don't like that. When you when you put it in that context, I agree with you 100%. I think that she should be able to have her moment with her press and her promotional piece of, of her show. I think, to your point, in that point, I agree with you 100%. I think in today's day and age, obviously, the media is going to try to get any kind of soundbite they can. And so I think that's probably how she got caught up. I mean... You look at the paparazzi, they don't give a shit about who they're following, what they're going through. Like maybe they just need a, time, a day. Like Britney Spears is a perfect example of that for years and years and years. The paparazzi just hounded her and and it it was too much, right? Like I just feel like, ugh. The media, they'll just do anything for a story. It, and to that point, the next article on my list is Lisa Renna is still coming for Kathy Griffin amid RHOBH drama. I feel like if I was a media outlet, and I guess I kind of am a media outlet, if you want to think about it that way, but if I was going to be interviewing Sarah, you may My question to her, if I had to ask her about this drama, it would be more so directed at how do you feel about Lisa Renna's part in causing discord within your family. Like, I would take it out of causing someone to put her family members against each other and more so take it in the, in the direction of how can we put this on the real villain, as the kids say, and redirect this to them to being on the same team because at the end of the day they are 
sisters and family members. Like, I would more so try to help Farah if she has to talk about it, be an instrument to facilitate some sort of reconciliation versus having her pit one against the other. I just think that the handling of that is disgusting. If you're gonna make it a story, at least do something worth, like, do something admirable or have some sort of coup with it. Like, if you have to make it a story, at least have a integral approach with it like 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 have some sort of integrity with it i don't know that's just me i think that no matter what happens and this is just my opinion my feeling i i think that lisa rena is a great friend to kyle and Mm. i think that kyle as much as she wants to move on from her familial drama, understands that the things that Lisa says about Kathy, the the things that she says, how Kathy acts and what she does, I think that the reason Kyle does not ride for Kathy is because Kyle knows that Lisa Rinna is telling the truth. And I think that Kyle is forced to be in the middle by virtue of the platform and like you said you wish they just bring it back and just be on one team but i don't think kyle can do that anymore i don't think Mm -hmm. kyle should have to do that anymore i think that Mm -hmm. if kyle has made a decision that kathy is better at arm's length then that's kyle's decision and Mm -hmm. i i don't i don't see anything wrong with with well, let me back up because, you know, Lisa Rinna does do some things that are fucking crazy. So let me back up a minute. I, I don't feel like Lisa Rinna having an opinion and expressing it to Kyle or on the show is a problem about Kathy. Mm-hmm. I don't view that as her getting in the middle. I think that... I have a couple of thoughts about that. Lisa Rinna's, because... Well, Lisa Rinna's always going to be the one with the mouth. She's always going to be the one telling the truth. She's always going to say what she thinks. And so for us to think that she's ever going to be not anybody but herself is foolish. Like, and that just drives me nuts that people think she's going to change or she should do this because they think that or or whatever. She, I can't believe that she did that. Can you not really believe she did that? Or are you just like shocked that you're stupid enough to think she'd never do that? Like, that's where I'm at with with, my part. (laughs) With Rinna, like we know how she's gonna act. So why are you acting surprised when you should know already that it's Rinna? And cast members included, these girls know what Rinna's doing. That part. Right. That's where I come into it. I'm like, y'all bitches know what she's doing. Right. Like, it's like, like, nah, nah, nah. I don't know how familiar you are with Love & Hip Hop, but it's like people watching Love & Hip Hop Atlanta and being surprised when when Carly Rae does some extremely messy and and disloyal shit, when that's exactly what her storyline has been for the past 10 seasons. It's like, girl, we know what you give. Like, we know. We know. I just, you know, I... Oh... And then there's this fucking account on Instagram that is obsessed, obsessed with Lisa Rinna, or not Lisa Rinna, Erica Jane. And I just cannot even deal. Like, I cannot believe we're even still, like, going down these rabbit holes right now. How I feel more so about the Lisa Rinna home team, Kathy Hilton, Kyra Richard thing, 
I don't even, when I say they should be on one team, I'm not saying that they should band together and fight against Rena. That's not what I'm saying. I agree that if Kyle feels at least that Kathy should be, a, be at arm's length, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying, here, here's where I'm going with this. I agree that Kathy's participation in her not having a relationship with Kyle is extremely underlooked. I feel like there's, there's, people got caught up in the hype of Kathy taking down Lisa Renna and didn't really pay attention to how she was treating Kyle at that reunion, for one. And it made me look at the, look at the, look at the situation very differently because it felt like oh I got some proof on what my suspicions were when it came to Kathy and Kyle's dynamic so I agree that they should have some distance between each other but once again as a parent I'm just saying y'all got kids y'all got cousins like these is like like this is a whole family y'all can keep this fighting battle feuding shit offline, off camera, off Instagram. If y'all don't want to speak to each other at the family reunion, if y'all want to talk shit about each other to each other behind the scenes, do all of that behind the scenes. But it's not doing anything but hurting your family when you're doing this publicly, right? So when I say come around and be to the same team, come to the same round of like, listen, we don't got to fuck with each other, but what we're not going to do is get on TV and bash each other or get our ass on social media and like comments about people bashing each other. Like all of that, I just don't think is necessary, right? Do I understand why they're doing it? 100%. Don't think that they, don't think that they should be wrong or don't think that they're wrong for feeling how they feel. I'm just more so talking about the way that they're handling, they're handling it for their family dynamic, right? And when it comes to Lisa Renna's involvement in that, I don't think she's wrong for having an opinion. She's she's going to have an opinion. Nobody is surprised by that. But it's like, how many times can your friend ask you to not do something and you continue to do it in their face? And they're just like, oh, that's who they are. And boundaries not be drawn. Fair. But... Who's the one that's going to draw the boundary? It's Kyle's responsibility. Right, I know. Totally. (laughs) Until she does, until she does, Rena's going to consistently cross the boundary. That's why I say Kyle is the actual problem here. Like, I've been saying it for this entire season. Like, I feel like Kyle has been complacent because Rena can do whatever she wants to, but if Kyle sits here and and doesn't do anything about it, that's, that's basically giving... Rena the go-ahead to do it, right? It's, it's like silences complacency. So I've been more so pointing at Kyle this entire time. And now that we're seeing Kyle be like, okay, can you leave the shit alone? Can you stop? Can we leave it here? Can we bury it? Now I'm finally seeing Kyle draw that line and Rena's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Fuck you. Now I'm like, okay, so where do we go from here? Because it's like, we're hearing that there's distance being drawn. I'll wait till the season starts to see how that goes. Because I don't believe in, like, I I don't see too deeply into what the blogs and the shit says before the season starts. (coughs) Excuse me. 
I just wait until the um, show starts and then just see what plays out. But it's like, Kyle, at this point, if you don't draw lines, if you don't take the steps that need to be taken for your family dynamic, then I have no choice but to believe and take this as confirmation that you are completely complacent with Renna's actions. 100%. And Renna, going forward, if you done sat here and seen this woman ask you in your face, leave leave, leave the shit alone, and you don't, and we see that you haven't, according to your social media, then what, then, then how can we not call you out for the shit that you're doing at this point? Because you're supposed to be this woman's friend, and you're saying that you're calling her sister out on behalf of her as her as her friend, but the person that you're supposed to be defending is telling you to leave the, the shit alone. Isn't it possible, though, that Lisa Rinna has her own beef with Kathy Hilton as Kathy Hilton, not Kathy Hilton as Kyle's sister? And then can she make it about that and stop making it on the behalf of you fighting for Kyle? Absolutely. She should She should be. And she hasn't That's done that. That's what I would rather have. But if you have beef with Kathy, make it about your beef with Kathy and take it off of I'm defending Kyle. I'm defending Kyle. Because now you look crazy when Kyle is like, leave the shit alone. You are hurting me. But you're still saying I'm defending Kyle. So if you were to take that, that'd be like, fine. Now this has nothing to do with Kyle. My personal issues with you are... All right, cool. That's a whole new. That's a whole new war to start right there. That that to me is a clean slate. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, totally. So it's like, why can't you like like just state what the real issue is? Because you're making it about Kyle and and like Kyle is like, bitch, don't make it about me. So now it's like, why do you still have beef with Kathy? If you just have a real problem with her, say what it is. Like yeah. I say it all the time. Talk your shit. Please just say what it is, girl, because I'm tired. Like, y'all about to have me toothless and homeless worried about what the fuck Brenda's problem is with fucking Kathy. <laughs> toothless and homeless. Toothless and homeless. Drunk off of 818. Jesus. Now, speaking of Beverly Hills, how do you feel that they're going on hiatus until at least January? Uh, well, I don't know. If Allegedly. I yeah, I don't know if I believe that, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the reason that there's a hiatus is that these fucking fans can't calm the fuck down. And it got so hot on social media that they really had no choice but to delay filming to help quell the the bullshit. That's how I feel. That's what I think. I don't think it so you has think that to they're do with the women. Them a, so you think that they're giving them a pause just to give the fans time to cool off on Renna? Yeah, because the fans are fucking crazy. Beverly Hills fans are crazy. Not just on Renna, on Erica Jane, on Kyle. Like, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden Kyle is the enemy because... You know, these LVP stands are going for Garcelle and Sutton and it just it's it's wild. It's it's like tribalism for that specific like franchise. I, I do not get the fans. I do not understand them at all. I don't at not all. It's bit. just like it's like 
you want to say that the Bravo fandom is the most toxic, but you can't even because you can specifically compartmentalize that to why is the real housewife of Beverly Hills fandom specifically the most toxic in reality television? It's not even a Bravo thing anymore. Like it like all the shows have their problems and we get that. But when it comes to Real Housewives of, of of Beverly Hills, it's a whole other fucking thing. Like it's like what, like what, 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 what the fucking why? The mess is just. It's like no amount of pine saw will clean up the fucking social media that surrounds it. And I really do believe yep. that's why they're on pause because the fans need a timeout because they can't handle it. I mean the fact that Andy had to fucking. Saw co-sign on the reunion like we don't condone violence on any of our cast members like which was a throwaway ass comment to me but i agree with what you're saying gee you get what i mean like the fact that he even had to say that is bullshit like it's bullshit like shut the fuck up and you know what let me tell you something about garcelle <laughs> she, I believe she is very, very calculated. And I think that she is very disrespectful. And I think that she is very ungrateful for what Diana is doing and what Diana did about helping with Jax. Even if, hear me out, even if she feels like it's disingenuous, the fact that Diana has put forth money, like, the least she could have done is not made that that snide comment she made what it was three weeks ago about I have my own own investigation and then I got into somebody on Twitter like she doesn't have to provide the results of her investigation it's her investigation well actually I I feel like she kind of does like she fucking got into this pissing match with Diana Diana actually followed through opened the investigation found this person but you don't really want to talk about that because that means that she actually gave a shit and you you want to leave this taint in everyone's mouth about how she's the one that, that bought the boss. It just pisses me off. I think that she, she exploits <clears throat> her fans ugh, too much. I hear you, but I feel like Diana is full of shit and I have reasons why. Because I feel like she's only opening this investigation to clear her name. And I feel like it has nothing to do with Garcelle and her child. Because... Let me, hold on. So let me just bring that into to, to current times. The mm-hmm. only reason Lisa Barlow brought up Kyle or, or Heather's father's memorial and obituary is because Heather made her. So mm-hmm. can't can't that same logic be here where the only reason Diana opened up, had to open up an investigation to clear her name is because Garcelle accused her on live TV of purchasing bots to come after her fucking 14 year old son. She answered a question. She didn't accuse her. She she was asked, do you feel like she had something to do with it? And she said, yes, her name was attached to the specific comment. Nobody else's name on the cast was attached to the comment. Do you get what I'm saying? We're talking semantics here. But I'm saying, if nobody else's name was attached to it and you're asked about that specific person, why wouldn't you think that? So like, she would have never thought that it was her specifically if her name was not attached to the comment. Nobody else's name on the cast was attached to it. It could have been Rena's name attached. It, 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 it could have been Erica's name attached. 
Gar- Garcelle has issues with 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 more than one woman on the cast, but the fact that Diana felt it more prudent to ask this woman to, in the middle of taking care of her child, to take down a post that had her name in it. Like at the end of the day, Garcelle taking down that post would not have stopped that post being seen, that comment being seen, and her name being attached to that comment. Like at the end of the day, the whole reason that your name is attached to this has nothing to do with Garcelle. It's because your name was attached to that comment. People thought you had something to do with that, not because Garcelle answered a question at the reunion. It was because your name was attached to that comment. So at the end of the day, you trying to see her and make it about you, like, like then on top of that, you want to see her and say you're going to come for Garcelle if somebody does anything because of a post that she had on there, but you're sitting here trying to wave this this investigation in her face like you're doing her a favor that doesn't make sense to me but then you're also coming after her on social media when this whole thing is about people being attacked and threatened on social media but then you're sending her threatening text messages offline but then you're also saying that you're doing this for her and her son like the information is contradictory to me so I don't understand like how I'm supposed to believe that when your actions in presenting that is is wrapped in a fuck you because you made your you made your your safety and your importance more important than this 14 year old child who had nothing to do with an argument that you had with some woman on national tv now like i I, like i just it all reads fishy to me so so under the circumstances i wouldn't give a fuck about her investigation either because the way that you presented it was not in a way that was kind to me. You you can't sit here and threaten me, hold it over my head, and then try to say that me taking your name out, out of a post is more important than me worrying about my child's safety. Or try to imply that, excuse me. Let me be, be more direct with that. Because if you genuinely cared about trying to figure out what was going on with a 14-year-old boy being threatened, your your name being attached to it wouldn't even fucking matter. Yeah. I in mean, my opinion. In I, my I, opinion. I think that a lot of what you said is valid for sure. And I, I, all of what you said is valid. You're, you have every right to feel the way you feel. And I don't disagree that the request from Diana to take the post down in the moment was, was, too much yeah no i i think that that uh, that was rude and to for her to expect garcelle to have done that in the moment was was something that was inappropriate um i just i don't feel like even if garcelle did answer the question Mm -hmm. garcelle could have chosen to answer the question differently If, if, no, and maybe she doesn't give a fuck about Diana, so she doesn't even think about answering the question that's gonna, and answering in a way that's not gonna inflame a situation. She, she could have said, no, I don't believe it was anyone on this cast, or no, I don't believe that she had anything to do with it. I believe she said that because she wanted 
the target to be Diana based on the name that this crazy fucking person mm-hmm. put in her message or his that message. That could be the case. Whoever it is, right? Like That could be the case. But and however, she was asked that question twice. She was asked, do you think that it was somebody in the cast? Or at some point, did you think that it was somebody in the cast? And she said, yes, I thought that it was somebody in in, in the cast. And then she was directly asked if she thought it was Diana. Because this whole thing came up after the fact. So it's like... What provocation would she have to protect Diana when she's in contention with her? And Di- and Diana is coming for her on social media and sending her threatening text messages. What provocation would she have in that moment to protect her when she's being asked that at the reunion? I ch- yeah. I, I Why protect like- her? Because she already said like it could have been anybody on the show. Garcelle said that too. It, it, it could have been anybody on the show. She said that she felt like there was a plot to get her off of the show. And so, like, it's kind of like, what do you want her to do when her hands are tied? It's like, bitch, you came for me, so why should I protect you? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't like- know. <laughs> we've we've gone down the rabbit hole and we just said we wish people would just let this Beverly Hills shit go and here we are like spending time on it. <laughs> well, I mean, I just I, we're here to talk about what's going on. So I'm like, it's like I wish that certain people would just hit list list listen. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Do mm-hmm. you think she'll be back? Do you think the woman will be back? Diana or Garcelle? Diana. Uh, and Garcelle, for that matter. I'll, I'll get your opinion on both. Why not? Yes. And yes. Yes and yes. Okay. Yes. Well, we'll see what happens next season. Yeah, I think that... I think that... Yeah. I think yes and yes. I think Garcelle, obviously, needs the paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Diana the season ended in a way that was very unfinished business, if you will. And so mm-hmm. I think that you kind of have to tie that in a bow. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. Um, my last two topics, because I'm going to just get, get to these last two, and then I'm going to call it for a day. You've heard all about Kim's foreclosure, right? About whose foreclosure? Kim's? Kim's Zolciak, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trash so, box. So, yes. Trash box, wig, scooter, <laughs> parking meter lady. Where is your scooter? Lips, face, floaters. What's what's Candy's song? Lips, hips, body, adi, adi. Honey. So, apparently she's on the internet bragging about how she's still in her house and all this and stuff. And she's talking about all the people saying that she was losing her home and that it was in foreclosure. They're haters, even though there's public records and paperwork um, on the internet. Statings as such. Um, 
how you feel about that but really what I want to ask you about is how you feel about the fact that this woman is getting on Instagram live damn near every day trying to hawk this cashmere shit and the fact and the fact that now that she's selling her wigs for like three grand a piece her used wigs for three grand a piece well this might be a hot take but I think that the business model of selling used wigs online for $3,000 is probably not the best way to make money when you're a D-class celebrity and you have nothing better to do what Kim Zolciak ought to do is go to Walmart and get a fucking job so she can pay for a house for her babies or make that man Croy is sexy as fuck he's thick and juicy and Yum, but what the hell is he doing? Nothing. He's sitting behind the camera on her Instagram live reading her question. Yeah, I mean, we're not Lisa John Barlow here. Like, you can't just, you know, work and be an entrepreneur and and have your husband as your partner all the time and, and not actually make money. Like, you know, like, what are you doing? Where's What's your he money? Doing? And can we can we talk about the the article I read the other day about how her two daughters are moving to LA and they're going to film a show about what it's like to be like away from their mom? Like no one wants that. No one wants that. They're doing a show about they're doing a show about being cut off by their parents. Listen, I've said this once, twice, and I will say it again on the record. Ariel or Ariel and Brielle or whatever these girls' names is, they were not cut off by Kim and Croy, okay? They were cut off by Bravo and the government. Hmm. They ain't got no goddamn business on no motherfucking show about being cut off by their motherfucking parents, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the LVP stands and the Sutton stands and and you know, all those crazy people, they'll buy right into that shit. Well, hopefully they, well, hopefully they ask buy right into cashmere and buy right into her $3,000 used cut laced ass wigs so that she can stay in this damn house with all these damn children and Croy's booty implants. Mm. The fuck? Like, girl, you selling used wigs for almost $3,000? Girl, listen, I'm glad you got good wigs and everything, but don't nobody buy the one, don't, don't nobody want to buy no goddamn used wig from you full of your damn chalky-ass makeup and Newport residue sweating out of your pores. Ma'am. She, she'd make more money selling Croy's used underwear. She would, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. She need to put his ass on OnlyFans. Put him and his booty and pants on OnlyFans and start selling his dirty drawers. Mm-hmm. That'll get you that $300,000. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck they needed a $300,000 loan for it well, in the first place. Why did you need a $300,000 loan that, that you took out? A, what did you need a loan so bad that you took out a $300,000 loan against your house? I don't know. I, it's not in public I, record? That part? I don't know. I ain't I, give a fuck enough to look, to be perfectly that's, honest. That's, but see, that's me too. That's totally me. I don't. I, I don't really care. didn't give a fuck enough to be perfectly honest. But I figured that if it's not, if it's not public enough for the people to be stating it in the articles, because I'm reading the articles, you know. Well, I well I've read a couple articles. I ain't gonna say I gave her that much time, 
But I've read a couple articles about this and they didn't list what she needed the loan for in the first goddamn place. So apparently if it's not that public, it's not, you know, I don't give a fuck enough to look. But I, I, I just like, girl, you just, girl, Kim and your lips. Anyway. Well, I'm actually going to the internet right now to find a picture of Croy Bierman in shirtless or in a Speedo and post it to my stories. Please. And Chav, start him a GoFundMe for an OnlyFans account or something. I'm going to ask that question. Why doesn't he have an OnlyFans? Why doesn't him and his ass implants have an OnlyFans? Do you, how do you feel about the Real Housewives with Durbin coming to Bravo and then bringing another international franchise to the States? I love it. I've only been through episode one, though. I haven't gotten that much farther. Have you? I haven't checked it out yet, but I've seen the promotionals. And at first, I thought it was, like, them doing a new franchise in Durban. And, like, I thought, like, like because Dubai did well, they were announcing it. But it's like, oh, no, this is a show that was already established that they're just re-airing on, on Bravo. I was like, oh, okay, T, well, I'll get into it. And I, the promo photo looks gorgeous. I love it. Yeah, I'm happy no. to see it. I think, and somebody was complaining the other day, I read about how the intro was so long. I don't think it's that bad. Like, I haven't I, seen it. I don't but, think it's that bad. But, you know, people bitch to bitch, so. Speaking of people, speaking of people bitching to bitching, I'm going to just bitch to bitch about something. You heard about Portia putting her whole wedding dress on the fucking internet for like that, six minutes. <laughs> that red dress, yeah. That big ass, giant as fuck, red dress that she claimed she did not notice or see in the background. First of all, I'ma just say this. Portia, you lean into your phone. You you make sure your headphones are being good. I want you to listen to me good. If you did not notice that big ass dress in the background, you may need a different wedding dress. Cause that was a whole lot of dress. That was a whole lot of red. For that, you to yeah. just be twerking in the middle of the damn flow and just not see this dress on your live. Like either your ass is still dumb or you trying to get a wedding special. Well, I mean, we know she's probably barking at the tree for a spinoff. Hello. She barking for a spinoff, but I but I done already told you how I feel about that damn spinoff. That bitch gave us nothing. Portia's family front was a fool. And she don't deserve no no damn show. She don't even deserve to bring her ass back down to the Atlanta. I love Portia. She's great TV. This is not a debate about that. But based on the shit that she's been doing, I, I don't want to see her ass on TV talking about shit. No shame. Okay, I have a real, real-time update about okay. Lizzie Savetsky. Oh! She has posted a post. And it says, and I quote, I will not be continuing on The Real Housewives of NYC. As a proud Orthodox Jewish woman, I thought participating in this series would be a great chance to represent people like me and share my experience. 
Unfortunately, from the time of my announcement in the cast, I was on the receiving end of a torrent of anti-Semitic attacks. As this continued, I realized this, that this path was no longer right for me and my family. I'm looking forward to my next chapter. Stay tuned and thank you for your support. All my love. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Girl, bye. Dish and no taking. I can dish, I can't take it. Whatever. You know what? It is right. what it is. Because uh, I'm like, girl, listen, I hear you. I get it. Whatever. Girls want to cancel their tour for their mental health. Whatever. I get it. Fine. But at the end of the day, like, I come from a different era, and you see girls on here getting worse shit. Like, I see bitches getting racist death threats all day long, honey. I ain't seen a black girl quit a franchise yet because the franchise is racist. That's all I'm saying. Now, I don't want to conflate and say that just because a black woman ain't did it, y'all want to that, you know, y'all supposed to do what black women do, honey. Y'all automatically think that all black women are stronger than they supposed to be any fucking way, so I'm not even gonna give this strong black woman trope, but I just, I just, I don't it, it, my issue is that it didn't have shit to do with the cast it didn't have shit to do with you filming the show you couldn't hack it with the fans talking shit on the internet well, I don't. You can dish, but you can't take it. That's all I'm saying. That's all. That's all. God bless you. Shout out to you, honey. Your time on the Lizzie's time on the Real Housewives of New York went about as well as that Lizzie McGuire reboot. I just <sighs> can't. I just can't believe that in this day and age, social media with her. She might not see them as controversial views, but they're controversial to some people. I can't believe that she does not or did not anticipate for that type of behavior when she signed Even that like, contract. Like, did she think that it was going to be some yippee kaye moment for her? Especially when she's the woman that she is. And mind you, I'm not absolving anybody of any responsibility. I'm just stating circumstantial facts. Mm -hmm. in the political climate and in the climate that we are where for lack of better terminology and phrasing anti-semitism is trendy right now and her being the person that she is somebody who staunchly you know about her beliefs and about her you know culture and about her heritage and about you know her being Jewish um I'm not saying that it makes anything that that anybody's doing right, but I do say that you should have went into this situation a little more prepared for something like this to possibly happen than you were. That's all I'm saying. Thank you. I mean, this is this is a real life story. My husband is Jewish and mm -hmm. there is a um something called a mezuzah. I don't know if you're familiar mm -hmm. with what a mezuzah is. It it goes uh, next to your door and it forgive me for all of your Jewish listeners oh my god it it, it has something to do with love and light like it or something like that it's just something that my husband likes to hang around the house so in the house mm -hmm. we'll hang them by the doors but I will yeah. not let him put one outside because people are fucking crazy and I don't need some Yahoo cracker 
deciding that they're gonna cruise my street one day and knock on fucking doors and actually know what a mezuzah is because they're living some deep down world in like some QAnon quack conspiracy theory world of white supremacy and decide that's the house that I'm gonna go ahead and fucking shoot up. Well, thank you. I'm taking a precaution, I'm educating myself and I'm doing what I need to do to be prepared, exactly like you said, for Mm -hmm. any possibility. So may the force be with her. I'll see her in Dallas in three weeks. Right. Like, that's like Garcelle getting on... That's like Garcelle going on Beverly Hills or or Ebony going on New York and expecting not to get a Black comment at some point. Expecting somebody to, like, call it the N-word at some point. Like, for them to be just completely shocked by that would be just erroneous for me. I wouldn't know how to take that because I'm like, girl, you know what... You know what time it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Speaking of black people that should know what time it is, you watch Drag Race, right? Uh, well, yes, but I only watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't watch like Drag Race UK. I don't watch Canada. I don't watch Mexico, España, France, South Korea, North Korea, Russia, wherever else it is. Like, I'm not watching those. Um, And I think the last season I actually watched was the one before this one. Who won this past one? Willow Pill. That's right. Okay. Now I did watch that one because I do remember talking some mad shit about her at the beginning of the season and I did feel bad at the end because it turned out to be like whatever a redemption story for me. I just felt like oh god, this is gonna sound horrible. (laughs) (laughs) But she she looks to me like the cowardly lion from Wizard of Oz. I can see where you're going with that. I can so, see where you're going with that. I, I can see where you're going with that. Shout out to Jocelyn Wildenstein. But oh man, the, the reason I brought listen, the reason I brought up Drag Race really had nothing to do with the actual show Drag Race. I wanted to bring up Shangela making it to the finale of of, of Dancing with the Stars, and how I mean, happy is, I am is to it, hear that. Well, but is it really that groundbreaking? She's a dancer for Christ's sakes, like really. I mean, listen, I expected her to go far because she's a dancer, but then I also expected her to possibly get fucked around and chopped early because she's a drag queen. You know, I, you know, it it, it didn't surprise me when, you know, Courtney Ag damn near won in Australia. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It didn't necessarily, you know, make that much wave to me when she damn near won the Big Brother or did win Big Brother in the UK. Like, that wasn't surprising to me. But in America, they they still use us as just, you know, comedy act. They'll use us just to get the ratings. They'll use us just to get the gay viewers in real quick and then boot her off halfway through the season. You, you, you know what I'm saying? That's what I figured was going to happen. Even though, because, not that I watched Dancing with, with the Stars like that, but they fucked over plenty of people that deserve to win. I'm just saying. Normani, that's, listen, 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 listen. <laughs> but uh, so I I just think it's great that like she actually is getting what is deserved to her like imagine if Shangela is the first first drag queen to win Dancing with with the Stars in America she done been on Drag Race seven times and she had to go on Dancing with with the Stars to win something Mm -hmm. yeah no I I think it'll be 
I think I would be excited for her. I just see her as a dancer already. And so like for me on that type of a competition show, like I would want like a non-dancer to like really get to know the dancing and, and the partner and come from zero to hero, right? That's like the story I'm always looking for. That's why she, that's why girls like her, that's why Normani didn't win because of bitches like you. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> because of bitches like you, somebody uh. got cheated. No, I'm playing. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> bro, I just, I just, I just, I'm just excited to see. I just, I'm shocked. I'm gagged. I, I was like, girl, I expected her to get wiped off. Like, I don't even know who else was on with her this season. I keep thinking Jerry Springer is on is on every season of Dancing with the Stars. So i just be like, Jerry Springer go win this season. And I'm like, he, he ain't been on in six seasons. I'm like, oh, I thought he was going to win this season. <laughs> He's just the one person that I think is always on Dancing with the Stars for no reason because I haven't watched probably since his season, which was like three seasons ago, when Tanache got cheated. But, you know, we're not going to talk about that either. Wait a minute. Tanache was on Dancing with the Stars? Yes! See what I'm saying? Oh, well, the only, the only reason I know her is because of Slumber Party and Britney Spears. Damn. So. Well, I mean, it is a great song. But that was the season that Amon Shumpert won, and I think he probably had the storyline you were looking for of the person that wasn't really that familiar with dance that kind of came up, that, that kind of came on top and won. Um, yeah, so shout out to Amon Shumpert. But, uh, <laughs> you said came on top and won. <laughs> Listen. Um, Anybody who comes on top is a winner to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Anybody that comes on top is a winner to me. That's hilarious. <laughs> Do you watch Love is Blind? No. Okay. Because I was about to go into a whole deep dive, but well, and I was like, okay, good. We we have to find somewhere to cut and th- and that was my last point. Thank <laughs> you so much for hanging out with me. I've missed you. I enjoy all of our time together. I enjoyed our first episode and I've certainly enjoyed this episode. And I think we should reconnect towards the end of Salt Lake City to kind of reconvene. Um, and maybe we could talk about like our top five housewives to go on Dancing with the Stars next season since Teresa only made it a few episodes. Absolutely. Shout out to Teresa. See, I forgot she was on Dancing with the Stars just that quick. Didn't she get voted off in like episode two? Yeah, it was very sad. I mean, not Didn't really. they start voting in episode two? I don't really, you know, love Teresa all that much, but I wish she would have gone a little bit farther. How far, like, what's the, what housewife has made it the farthest on, on Dancing with the Stars? Because there's been uh, a few that, I don't that have been on. I don't know. Because I know Vanderbilt's been on, Nene's been on, I forgot Erica was on. How far did Erica make it? Longer than Teresa, for sure. Vanderpump was on, Nene was on, um, Erica was on, I didn't know Erica was on, Teresa was on like two episodes. So um, somebody from New York, was Jill on? <sighs> Let me look it up. Let me see. Uh, let's see here. Have there been, let's see, housewives on 
EWTS. Let's see. Which, okay, Real Housewives who have competed on Dancing with the Stars. Kenya Moore has been on. Completely forgot about her. Um, Lisa Vanderpump, Minnie Leakes, Lisa Renna, Kim Zolciak. I didn't realize Kim Zolciak Kim Zolciak? with the stars? When? Just a couple years after Nene, she was on season 21 in, in 2015. Wow, shout out to her. Erica Jane was on. And that's it. Nobody from New York has been on. Well, no one from New York could lead and well-known at this point, so. Because all the mother bitches got fired! <laughs> that is so funny. I, do you think they're actually going to do Legacy? I don't do you know. think it's actually going to happen? Because uh, Luann I... has really recently in an interview was like, I don't know what's happening with, with you know, Legacy. I don't know when they're going to do it. But then she's also posting on social media. Every post is like hashtag Roni, hashtag Legacy and shit. And I'm like, so are you filming or are you not? Well, you know, she has that spinoff coming with Sonya. Yeah, but tag the Simple Life or something because ain't y'all doing the new Simple Life or something? Like, 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 like what is that y'all doing? What is what is that? What are they doing? I don't know. I think it, I think you're right. I think it's like a Simple Life type thought process. Well, God bless you. Do you have any final thoughts? You know, I think that. Um, Salt Lake City is going to surprise everybody. I think that uh, the rest of the season is going to be um, it's going to be good. I think that uh, You said that like you know stuff. Um, I think that uh, <laughs> Potomac needs to pick it up a bit. I hope it does. Um my only other thought would be that Dallas deserves the reboot at Peacock, and we should go ahead and get that moving. Do you feel like Lizzie Savetsky needs to get her ass back to Dallas? No, I don't want her on that show. Either way, you cut the, cut the cake, she's going to get that shit. So whether she's on New York or Dallas, it is what it is. I need to bring back Leanne, Cameron... Deandra and bring four brand new girls. They need to delete the reboot. Carrie Duber can be a friend of. I have a plan, but nobody wants to fucking listen. So that's my final thought. Actually, my final thought is purveyors of pop need to take that shit from goodbye pictures and they need to produce it like they did in Miami. That's my final thought. Fair enough. Fair enough. With that being said, let the people know where they can find you. You can find me behind the dumpster or on the corner. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Real Reality Homosexual. And you can find me on Twitter for I'm not sure how long at Real Reality Homo. Listen, they kicked my ass off, but they kicked me off just in time. Like, it seemed like they kicked me off of Twitter right before everything went to shit. Well, like. You know, I've been talking too much shit to politicians and Elon himself, so it's only a matter of time so somebody gets all pissed off and reports my freaking profile and gets me kicked off there. So that's why I'm saying if you want good 
want good tweets, come follow me now because you just never know when I might disappear over there. Listen, they kicked my girl Kathy Griffin off of Twitter and it inspired me to do a whole podcast about her. So, get her on the podcast. I want her so bad. I'm doing an entire podcast dedicated to Kathy Griffin where I go back and watch all six seasons of my life on the D-list and I'm going to watch all of her comedy specials and I'm just going to talk about where where pop culture was at the time when she was doing these specials and I'm just going to give Kathy Griffin her flowers because I think that D-list was one of the best reality shows ever on television. Oh my God, I feel like you need to like figure out a way to get her to be involved like maybe once a month you can recap where you're at in each season if you could do like a season a month and recap with her and make it like a series I want to do it so bad like I want to reach out to her and do it so hopefully if I talk about it enough like I've made the cover for for the podcast and I think it's so cute I'll have to send it to you hopefully she'll like it I'm gonna send it to her I want to like invite her on the podcast and just give her her flowers because she's my favorite comedian like outside of Paul Mooney like Paul Mooney is like the the comedy god for me but like Kathy Griffin is like my fave like I've been watching her my entire life I fucking love Kathy Griffin I'm putting that into the universe for you you're gonna get her on the podcast I appreciate that that's a great way to close but you'll be back on the pod so don't so so like y'all don't have to worry about you know missing him he'll be back sooner than he'll be gone so with that being said don't worry about saying goodbyes because i'll be back that part now i'll let you get back to your husband you enjoy your night I appreciate you so much. I did not mean to, to, uh, to uh, keep you this long, but you know how we do when we get on the phone, Cher. Yeah, we just chit chat, chit chat until there's just no more time to chit chat. Exactly, or until we run out of it to talk about whichever <laughs> one comes first. <laughs> Handy. Oh. But I will talk to you later, love. Thank you so much again. I love you dearly. We will talk soon, babe. Sounds good. Talk to you soon. All right, behave yourself. I'll and try. by behave yourself, I mean don't. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
says a lot because my guests who come on this show tend to get deep without me even having to ask them or, you know, really pry for that. And so I'm just going to blame that on me setting up the questions in a way that truly allows people to tell their story and reference their experiences. And, you know, me being a great interviewer and a really, you know, hospitable host, I try to make the people feel as comfortable as they can. (laughs) But this isn't a show to pat my own back. So... With that being said, make sure that you guys are following Real Reality Homosexual for all of his posts, all of his opinions, and all of his unpopular and popular opinions. Because, you know, most of the time, what people consider to be an unpopular opinion is really just what half of the population thinks and the other half just disagrees. So, make sure that you're subscribed to this podcast, Real Reality Realness. With Sean Ellis Rogers on Instagram at Real Reality Realness. If you follow the link in the bio, you will get um, a link to all of the other podcasts that are coming up, as well as Housewives History with Megan and Sean, the podcast that is currently out right now with Real Reality Realness. The rest of the shows will be coming out in December, and an announcement about that will be made very soon. Okay. So with that being said, I love every single one of you from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Make sure that you guys be real, stay in reality, and always bring the realness. I am Sean Ellis Rogers. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, love you. Bye. Peace.